Tahu haliku Wondrous stuff. You just heard Kiola and Kapono Bima, and I'm not even going to try <laughs> and pronounce the song title. I'm just looking at it here, and I think they did a very good job of, of saying what the song title was because they sang it throughout most of the song. It was from the album Honolulu <laughs> City Lights. Okay, I'll try it. Paolo Liko Ka Leula is the title of the song, again, by Kiola and Kapona Bima. Hope you enjoyed that beautiful song. Um, and then before that, we heard Marvin Gaye and Tammy Terrell, and you're all I need to get by. I played that song because I got to see Coda just the other day, and good Lord, what a film. I think I cried about 15 times during the film. 
Definitely one of my favourite films I've seen in, in recent years. If you like music, go and watch it. It will really stir the emotions and it's it's just a beautiful film. Yeah, just go and see it. It needs no further explanation. So you're listening to Hangover Sessions 259 and we're having Deborah Crooks up for you today with Kwame on guitar. They're going to be up in a short while, so stay tuned for that. Deborah and Kwame do a special boat series that I just discovered called Bay Station. Uh, by, well it's by Bay Station Band, I should say, and it's fabulous. It's on YouTube. I uh, watched some episodes um, the other day, and they're just sailing around Alameda Harbour, just enjoying the bay while listening to some beautiful live music from all these wonderful Bay Area artists, Bay Area artists. So yeah, go and check it out if you can on, on YouTube. But Deborah, Deborah and uh, Kwame will be up for you shortly. Next up, we have a song by the Foo Fighters. I thought I'd play this because everyone's been deeply touched by Taylor Hawkins um, passing recently. And um, yeah, I just really wanted to dedicate a song to him and could really feel the love for, for such a loss and such an amazing person, human being, drummer, all of that. Uh, so here we go by the Foo Fighters. Everlong.
There we go. That was the Foo Fighters, everybody. What amazing drumming, huh? R.I.P. Taylor Hawkins. You'll be missed. All right, next up, we have Water Baby and Tom Mish featuring Loyal Kana. Um, just before this show airs, I'm going to get to see Tom Mish at the Fox Theatre. I'm very excited to see him. And Loyal Kana is one of my favourite rappers as well from the UK. Um, this is from the album Geography, and it's a wondrous tune. I hope you enjoy it too. Water Baby. <laughs> Trying to write the story cause I see it The trouble is when I say it, they don't believe it They reckon I gonna say it, but I don't mean it I'm trying to tell them I gonna say it if I can feel it Cause money's tight, maybe tighter than it was before I'm helping out on a mortgage I really can't afford Family breaking north, I cover the trips abroad Shaking, I'm making another loss on another tour But what I done it for? To see my mother in the sun abroad I run in the trouble that was coming for My little brother got the hunger for All the exact same pain that makes the rain in my stomach Poor. So let me paint it broader This for any dude who's got a daughter Living off lines like your papa taught her uh, Ain't got no time to be coming for you Go with the flow with this running water uh, uh, Go with the flow with this uh, Go with the flow with this uh, Go with the flow with this Don't you worry, uh, two leaves won't grow the same And people might forget your name, doesn't matter if they do Don't you hurry, uh, when the hot coffee pours will stain And when the Uber left you in the rain, the time will come around to you Despite the stress of spending so much time alone Cause this geography is keeping me at home When I don't know the way to go I move with the flow of this running water This running water, uh Cause I was born a water baby Swimming with these times The ghouls that turn the grey to sunshine I will live through days that break me Swimming with these times The grooves that turn the grey to sunshine
up your rebels at your own discretion and crank that treble for your new obsession. It's DJ Webbles on the hangover session. Yeah, we're back. You just heard Tom Mish and Walter Baby featuring the wondrous Loyal Carner, one of my favorite rappers from the UK. And that was from the album Geography. And I'm going to keep the talking pretty short this week because uh, we have a wonderfully long interview with Deborah Crooks and Kwame, who are going to be up for you next, uh, playing lots of original songs and also talking about their Castaway compilation as well and um, new music they're working on, etc., etc. Please stay tuned. We're going to be here till one o'clock today. We'll be back next week with the same show, a repeat. And on the 17th, we'll be back with Michael Vincent, a new show um, with Michael Vincent and his guitarist, which is going to be amazing. Michael has played at Hardy Strictly Bluegrass as well before. I'm really looking forward to meeting him for the first time. And lots of new, exciting artists coming up as well that I'm very excited to tell you about very soon. Stay tuned. And please don't forget to listen to some of the other radio shows on this wondrous station. KTLC Lost Church Free Radio throughout the week. There's also some lovely live music snippets as well from the the two venues that Lost Church have, Santa Rosa and soon to be San Francisco. All right, here we go. This is the wondrous Salt and Let Me Go, and then we're going to have Deborah Crooks up for you in a short while.
What's up, friends? This is indie rock nerd Megan Slankert, and I don't know about you, but three of my most favorite things in life are Bats, Earl Grey, and DJ Webble's Hangover Sessions.
Good morning. Hi, Alex. Welcome to the Hangover Sessions. <laughs> Thanks for having us. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming all this way today. Alame- yes. Alameda, right? Both yes, of you? we crossed the water to come to you. Nice. Not too far. Not too far. Just Good up stuff. the hill. Cross Thank the, you. Cross the estuary and up the hill. And this is your debut uh, debut Hangover Sessions. Very grateful for you being here. But not your debut on Lost Church. You've played at Lost Church before? I played on Lost Church many, yes. many SF times over the years. Both, actually. Nice. And, um, yeah, so played at the Lost Church. I've hosted shows at the Lost Church and uh, been to a lot of shows at the Lost Church. Nice. It's going to be interesting with them when they have their new San Francisco venue. Yeah, North Beach, right? Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Cool. So you've been. I've never been to the Santa Rosa one. I'm curious. To it's a great stage. Uh, it was interesting. That was going to be my show in March 2020. Oh yes, and then we all know what happened to those shows. The, that just went <laughs> out the window. And then we did it last. I feel like I feel like it was winter. It was one of the only rainy days. Yeah. But it's a wonderful venue. I'm looking forward to going back. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well really we can cool. talk about your uh, lockdown experiences and live music at some point. That, that yeah. often comes up in many of my shows. Yes. It's just part yes. of the part of our lives at the moment. Yeah. Well, we were we we can start there or not. Yeah. But we we were really fortunate because I was I was doing a, a songwriting residency in Healdsburg. That's why I had a Sonoma show that week. Yeah. And then things were starting to get weird and we're like, uh, I don't know if we should cancel the show yeah. or not. And then we canceled it. And then like two days later, it was a shutdown. So I, there, a, uh, on Facebook, someone put up on Facebook, they wanted to see if they can get musicians in Alameda to play on, on their porches that Friday for uh, people. Yeah. And it was like the first week. Because they already Italy had had a hell, and so people were seeing that people were singing and doing things for, and so I'm like, let's do this, and I tagged a bunch of people, and there was a someone organizing it in town on Facebook. So we, I went home that Friday. We set up our amps on our porch. We have a little, little itty bitty, hundred year old craftsman in Alameda, and there's (laughs) a lot of, and we put them on the porch, and that every friday for six months we did that and actually wow. it was so wonderful it's like because yeah it, 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 we was met this with so roger did you play with roger as well i feel like he did something he like did this. something in his yard actually yeah. we went to see him yeah he hosted a lot of bands yeah um for well we would play six six to eight every friday Perfect. and and people would ride their bikes because yes, exactly. they could go to four exactly what you need and honestly do. it was it was really cool yeah and yeah. it was because in some ways if you weren't sick the first weeks of the pandemic were kind of this interesting people really together New dynamic yeah the community was awake mm-hmm. people came that became like this whole big deal we got it we got a bunch of press for it it was funny because all the things we've done and we ended up on the front page of a couple different things playing <laughs> on our porch <laughs> at, in our, you know That's um, awesome. did you continue it we did it for six months and then once kind of once traffic started where we live on lincoln uh, it was so yeah. noisy some people did we would do pop-ups yeah um we did we did it six months straight and then we would kind of do it here and there yeah. um alameda is really great for that and i think it but but it's interesting because once the traffic started, it just got really not yeah. not yeah. cool. Um, but that kept us going until we had it's kind of a delayed reaction because we had a gig every week. Yeah. In a certain way, it was a you know it was not like it it was every like I mean any other the gig. The commute was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really good. so that kind of nice. kept us out the door. kept us going, and then and then then kind of it hit that we were not playing, and you know there's been so many waves of. 
uh, emotional work to do reacting to what you could or couldn't do during this pandemic of people getting sick or what all the other things that have come yeah. up around it. Um, we were fortunate to stay healthy, but uh, that kept us kind of doing live music for a certain, yeah, <laughs> for yeah, a certain yeah. time. So you never got COVID? No. You managed to evade it so far. You yeah. evaded Same it? Same here. Yeah, so far. Yeah. As yep. far as I know. That's that's <laughs> exactly how we, I know. So. Right? You don't, sometimes you don't know. You might have called it and you just don't know. That it's crazy. Isn't yeah, it? I know. And well, we've be been so, so much it. healthier because all the mask wearing. Right. Exactly. So, yeah, the couple times where we felt a little off, we were like, I think I better test because I feel kind of not, per you know. And yeah. then, but we've been fortunate, knock. Yeah, I know what you mean. I remember when I first got on a bar and like wore a mask and I was like, oh, this is really weird. And now I don't think twice about it. Like now it's just totally like normal, you know. But yeah. back then it was like such an unusual thing. Well, <laughs> also because we weren't, pe people weren't wearing masks for a while at first. Yeah. Like well, that no, was no one wanted to like take that plunge for a bit, right? Yeah. <laughs> no believe it was happening. It's crazy. Yeah. So... Yeah, so there's been many other, we worked on, I mean, we worked on some other recording projects at home. We we had flew files around with yeah. people and well did that's that. Yeah, that's how it works, isn't it? Yeah, and then I think during the summer, outdoor gigs kind of started. I can't remember which summer, if it's 2020 <laughs> or 2020. It's like a blur I now. know exactly what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, isn't that crazy? Like, I feel like 2020 and 2021, like 2021 was almost worse than Actually, that's exactly true. Because it kept going up and down and I stuff. I felt 2021, I was not, I felt like I hadn't lost the plot in a certain way. Yeah. Whereas 2020, I ha we had a sense of mission, you know? Yeah. And, and it and kept going, and then you had Delta, and then Omicron. And it's like, oh, oh my God, I can't take this. this yeah. Is <laughs> and so now it's <laughs> like we're all, we're all kind of like bruised <laughs> and not sure. Yeah. And I've been going, we've been going to shows. We've had some shows now, yeah. and it feels so good. Yeah. Though I still haven't just really been doing much indoor stuff. Yeah, I think just approach it with caution is the way to go, isn't it, really? Yeah. All right, let's get started with the live song. Thank you. Sure. That wonderful stories. Oh, all right. Well, this is one of the songs we recorded during, during the shutdown, and it's called 103 Degrees. Nice. We drove all day Past the trees and lakes out across the salt flats Where everything bakes A hundred and three degrees That kind of heat I bring you to your Gotta keep on Gotta keep on No surrender Driving till dawn I've got your back You've got the sun Right in your face Spinning Time and space Hundred 
to dream. That was beautiful. Thank you. 103 degrees, right? That's from your new 103. album. It's actually not on one of those. It's ah. on, uh, I have a, pro Kwame and I, we have the stuff under my own name. And then Kwame and I have our project together. It's called Bay Station. Nice. And uh, we released it in 2021, but it, we didn't do any CDs because we weren't playing. <laughs> we yeah, just put yeah. it online. Like so it's on Quarantine camp. sessions yeah, yeah. or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Cool. And you have a, another album that's mentioned as well. In 2013, you released an album. Oh, I did. Uh, Little Bird. Little Bird. That's yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, those, yeah, I, f I like to record. Nice. And, and it feels like it's been a while now. Yeah. But uh, I just had the thought the other day, I think it's time to start working on. Because I did Department of the West. I released it in December 2019. So just a couple months before the pandemic started. And that felt like uh, it was a big project. I put, you know how there yeah. and then there was a couple full band shows. And then, then it was kind of like, 
nothing yeah <laughs> it, you know, hard stop right there yeah <laughs> so that's yeah. why the the show when i a couple of weeks ago was like the first full band show yeah. i've done in a couple of years it felt like so different yeah <laughs> it was exciting yeah, it was nice Did, were there happy tears cried i bet you must yeah. have been like it's quite emotional playing i felt the first time. really just kind of hyper yeah, yeah, you know yeah it's like almost like dreamlike isn't it it is and then is i it's really happening yes and it's, <laughs> it's kind of like and then it's like it's done oh i wish there was like five more shows right now yeah of course yeah yes, i love that buzz you get when you play a show i always have it after doing the radio shows as well I oh yeah i have a buzz for the rest of the day pretty much yeah. What was the inspiration behind the title Department of Department of the West? Oh well, um, there's, that's a, there's a song, and uh, maybe I'll yeah. play that after all um, at some point during the session. We'll see. Um, well, uh, it's a lot of stuff about the West. Uh, written, I grew up in the yeah. West. I'm very Western. I have, I. Um, it's like how to make this a short thing. <laughs> it's okay. We've no, got no, a no. Bit of time. Because uh, <laughs> what a lot of that title song is about realizing the land is not ours, and that, and I had kind of gotten really clear that a a, a war veteran relative from way way back, mm-hmm. like he there was a portrait of his picture on the wall in the house I grew up and he yeah. had fought with Custer during the Civil War. You know, there was all this pride yeah. around him. But what I found out was that he was in the Indian Wars. Like he was wow. very big in the Indian Wars, General Crook. And that even though he was considered one of the nicer generals, that was a mm-hmm. horrible uh, slaughter of Native people. Yeah, and yeah. so realizing that something that had been family pride yeah, at one point right. and then so that helped me re- reflect on just like we have this idea of land ownership mm-hmm. and it's not ours yeah. so and then a lot of the dip- the, the way they did broke up um the kind of wh- where the military that how they managed the, all the indian wars there was departments there was like department of oregon <laughs> and it was a different way of you know now there's a bureau of land management and there's national parks there's a lot of different ways of how federal land is yeah um, in the states, right? Um, and that's gone through many iterations. So, Department of the West was kind of my w- cool. Yeah. Nice. Thank so. you. Thank you for that <laughs> explanation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot has gone before. It's yes, crazy. and I think it's a lot. Is and even and that and that was before COVID because I think the past couple of years there's just been more layers of things right. to reflect yeah. upon if you're if you choose to. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know the feeling. Being British as well, I have we have the same kind of you know reservations about being British sometimes, and p- certain parts of the world that are owned by the Commonwealth or whatever you want to call it. We were just talking about that <laughs> last night because um, we were st- about like the trip that the the royals had taken, right? And it didn't they not always popular. No, <laughs> I think they went to the the Bahamas uh, or Jamaica. Jamaica. Yeah, yeah, then yeah. The, the that people who live there were like, like, what are you doing here? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it can happen. So, but you know, we get to, if we reflect on it, just go, well, that's what we're from, but we don't need to keep doing that. Yes, yes. Yes. Yeah, it's important to know what went before, absolutely. Yes. It's a, there's a, it's decolonizing your mind. Yeah. Is, is, there's a book on that. And that's a great concept because our colonial mindset, I grew up in California. Yeah. I think it's all been peace, love, and happiness. And then I'm like, oh, I have yeah. so much to. Took a lot to get here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
All right, well, let's start with a song okay. that you've chosen for your deserted island by Mavis Staples. I think it's one of six, first of six songs. Yeah. You Got to Move. Tell us why you chose this one, Deborah. Well, I, it's a, I just heard it recently. Um, it's Mavis Staples did a recording with Levon Helm before he nice. passed away. It's live. Wow. There's and then she's playing with Levon Helm in the whole band like that kind of thread of music was very influential to nice. me us and that pairing just is lovely and then that song it's from a bluesman so it's very much American song roots yeah, yeah, yeah. and then it's really just a song about you gotta get up and go <laughs> you know you know and I think that so much of now is like all this heaviness that we yeah. have around us and things we know how to keep mm -hmm. the faith and get going absolutely yeah. so and yeah. i imagine if i was on a deserted island i would need that prompt here and there yeah how good was music during lockdown as well i mean just listening to different songs i feel like we will have more time to listen to music as well which was nice it was yeah, nice saving grace to some extent mm -hmm. <laughs> it yeah. always has been but even more so during the yeah during the pandemic it was definitely <laughs> Yes, books, podcasts, yeah. music. Yeah, definitely different from the Spanish flu in 1918 <laughs> and what they had to go through. All right, let's get this on. This is Mavis Staples, You've Got to Move, featuring Livon Helm. Gets ready. You've got to
was maybe Staples. Thank you very much. You said Livon Helm. Is he? Well, I've never heard of Livon Helm before. Is he? Well, he's now passed, yeah. but he is th- was the drummer for the band. Okay. And uh, they had it. The after that broke up. Um, the he used to have the ra- the ramble at the Woodstock. He was uh. very famous. It's like it's actually where the band recorded. Big Pink, or was that the same place where he lived? I can't remember all that, but he was—he was, you know, just uh, he's been gone a while now. Right. Um, and then he has a daughter, Amy Helm, who's fabulous too. She mm. she's tours now. So. Yeah, he's yeah. just a very distinctive drummer. Right. Um, you always I mean, like whenever you hear something with him playing it, you know it, and he's just right. a, amazing energy. Did and you guys ever get to soul. see the Foo Fighters? And the Taylor, oh, that Taylor was Hall very piece. sad news. Just came out, didn't it? This, yeah, this just last weekend. Yeah. Um, I hadn't. I have never seen the Foo Fighters live. I feel like David Grohl is in everything, but right, um, yeah. or shows up in so many things. At least on, but I don't even know if I've seen him live. But that was still, even though it's not. I don't. I haven't been following the. I I yeah, think well. I'm the same as you. I haven't. I it don't just have it it. But it hit hard, you know, right. because someone that young. You can really feel the love for like someone like that as well, right? Like and then how much it hits the yeah. society in general, all over the world. Yeah. As well. So that's. <laughs> Yeah, we felt that. Especially it's at 50 as yeah, well. Yeah, so young die, and not, yeah. Crazy. All right, so we're going to play another song, and it's going to be, I think you're going to play Department of the yeah, West, Yeah, I think one of I need songs. to play that now, so here we go. Take it away. Lost a job, now you're losing the house. Gonna put one last log on the fire. A tree dead plant long ago Finally cut it down After decades watching it grow Great grandpa spent some rub on the heart The patches call him chief wolf Not a hater, still a fighter Indian war guide Time to smoke out this misplaced family pride. Here we stand. This land was never ours, no matter who spoke truth or who lied. Settled scores. This land was never ours. In a war, there always two sides. Yeah, you made a virus. Cherokee is what you always told. No one said I ventured into that squaw's teepee. How honor can be bought, taken and sold. Split the wood, split it again. Roll it down the hill that used to give you ten. Ten cents for every log. You can lift this Monterey Pine Now you see so many things Were never yours, never mine Here we stand This land was never ours No matter who spoke truth or lie Settled scores This land was never ours In a war there always two sides Throw another log on the fire Old burns best long and slow Your heart might be breaking 
like to do the solo clap oh. for the listeners that was lovely thank you thank you good stuff so how lo- when did this musical journey start for you deborah when oh. did this all begin well <laughs> i would did you say write your first song oh well, i wrote my <laughs> first song that's a, a I'll try and qualify a little bit very more. <laughs> early i can remember it which is hysterical nice. it was a very i was a child and i wrote it and i with my my sister had to transcribe it i didn't even right yet but it's called i work in the bakery (laughs) and i thought oh that's good and i she wrote it down and so because she wrote it down i actually still know that song it's really silly and small yeah yeah. um and uh and so i was very creative kid i wrote and sang and all that sort of stuff around the house but you still play it now i could do i don't i can't (laughs) it's just acapella i can do it if you want I don't think I'll ever play my first ever song again. Okay, <laughs> it's actually, it's so ridiculous. But yeah. I mean, I, did you want me to do it? It's like 30 seconds. It's okay, seconds. no okay. pressure, no <laughs> pressure. You can do it if you want. <laughs> it's almost like a ditty. I'll That's do the awesome. first part. I work in the bakery, I make cakes and pies. I work every day inside. <laughs> dot, 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 dot. Nice. Um, <laughs> that, uh, yeah, but then I didn't do music. I kind of hit my teen years. The family kind of right. blew up. Didn't didn't get the instruments and um love music though Mm -hmm. and one of my picks is one of the first concerts i ever saw was um tom petty live at the santa cruz auditorium and it kind of blew my mind but i really didn't start um writing songs until uh until i was an adult i was writing a lot though and i was writing first and and i was working on short stories and then i went through another period of hard Fa- uh, personal stuff right. and uh, the only thing that made me feel better was singing yeah. so when i moved back to california in the late 90s i'm like i'm just gonna write and sing <laughs> and completely kind of delusional but when you kind of blow up your life right and a lot of things have gone wrong i have nothing to perfect lose to write time perfect time to write songs yeah so <laughs> so yeah kind of uh, through the late 90s at the aughts and so you know <laughs> th- but i just decided i was going to do this and I've, i just did it went to the bizarre cafe with my first yeah. song songs and it's still going right it's bizarre still going cafe. uh different Josh ownership now but they tried to keep musician. the same theme as well which i know nice. i kind of want to go back yeah because it's actually one of the first places i met kwame and nice. um he's been doing music since he was a child in wyoming i'll just say that and a uh, long lifetime musician. Um, we should introduce you both as well. I feel yes. like we missed. I always do that, like later on in the show. Okay. Get <laughs> Who to are these the people that are yeah, talking about their background? I'll talk about it before, like we do that. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> I think that's kind of fun. <laughs> like, who are these people? Yeah, I surprise I, I, people. <laughs> this random voices. What's going on? <laughs> well, it's funny how it's just stories of who you are, and then yeah. you put a name attached to it, and then you start assembling more. Like, it's kind of interesting to be anonymous, like yeah. that. That people converge. But yeah, so really since the coming back to California, the late 90s, I've just been attempting to wor- write songs. Yeah. Nice. And, and then got, then you just 
start doing it into your lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When did you um, first learn guitar? You said it sounds uh, like late. you started writing. Yeah, before and I, I did, and guitar, then right? I realized because I thought, oh, I'll just write songs and people will want right. to collaborate with me. But I didn't really. It was kind of hard to. So I'm like, well, I better learn the guitar. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it helps, right? So, did you have someone that like played the the music for you then when you first started? When I first like started, I was just kind of trying to find my way. Yeah. You know what I mean? I would yeah, yeah. do. I did a lot. Of, I did some acapella stuff. You know, <laughs> yeah. I, I was throwing a lot of stuff on th against the wall. The neat thing about like the early aughts in San Francisco, I lived for a time in the Mission. There yeah. was so much, um, just anything went yeah kind of there was a lot of art spaces a lot there was a uh, a friend who's i don't know if he's actually from england originally peter whitehead do you know him i don't think i do no. he uh he has has a live work studio studio valencia which is still there which is amazing but that um he does a lot of handmade he became a friend early on and they did salons it was just very encouraging yeah. and Nice. So I felt like there was a lot of room. And then uh, before I left Colorado, I had done some writing study at the Naropa Institute, which was the Jack Kerouac School of Disembodied Poetics. So I wow. came from a certain way of just like take the lid off, first thought, yeah. best thought, and then kind of had to find my way to more rigor. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. And you, when you say oughts, you're referring to like the first... Early 2000s. Early 2000s, yeah. right. I've not heard it referred to in that way. It's cool. Always say naughties. Naughties? Naughties and teenies. Oh, that's... Oh, I <laughs> like that. is another, another version I hadn't heard. Uh, naughties and teenies. That's good. That's good. <laughs> this is good. The cross-pollination. There you go. <laughs> cool. All right. So that's talking of Tom Petty. Should we play that one as your next sure. deserted island disc? Sure. I won't back down. We all know this one. And this is also recorded live at the Fillmore San Francisco. So I feel like you might have a story about this as well did you see this particular i think he did but nice. i did no i did not but i i saw I one of the shows being in the desert island scandal. my first live music experience tom petty was just like amazing yeah he's amazing. and i remember like looking into his eyes and you know i felt like i had a transmission uh, <laughs> you know yeah, yeah. and and then the fillmore is a venerable bay area place see, seeing lots of shows there we played the poster room would love Fantastic, to play yeah. the stage main stage of course yeah. and um but I, I didn't see petty there but i wanted to have a he had such a long career mm -hmm. and i saw him when i was very young and then i saw him maybe in the aughts at like outside <laughs> lands and i was struck how how he was still playing some of those songs but he was just this great band and i did Anyhow, I just thought on a desert island, I want to be reminded of yeah. Tom Petty. And again, it's another encouraging song. It's kind of impossible to pick one Tom Petty song, yeah. but it's live, so it has a little different vibe. And uh, yeah, I won't back down. Yeah. <laughs> Fun enough, I, I I'm going to figure out to climb that coconut tree. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to give up. I, uh, I played Tom Petty last week. I played American Girl okay, last week. Yeah. A friend of mine from the UK was like, Can you play some Tom Petty? It's like, All right. Aww, which one? Great. So, yeah. Um, let's let's do quick introductions as well. Okay, <laughs> Perfect great. timing, right, for introductions. Sure. How did you guys, you know, you and Kwame come together and and it's form this music. awesomeness? Well, yeah, we uh, first met, I think, at the Bazaar Cafe. Yeah, most like. And then, but shortly after, around the same time, there was a songwriting group, yeah. um, run by Wendy Beckerman, and uh, people. It was kind of word of mouth and. 
the, a list would go, uh, you know, it was write a song every, at the time, I think it was every two weeks we met. Yeah. Nice. And there was kind of a lot of people that would come and go, but in the core group was Kwame. So yeah. And I, I, I uh, we, we ended up moving that group to uh, the East Bay, and I happened to have a car, so uh, <laughs> we ended up in the car together. He would drive. Do you know Alex Walsh? <laughs> no, I don't. Alex think Walsh is another great songwriter. Maybe by face, but not by name. Okay, in the <laughs> Bay Area, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. and uh, right, <laughs> he Kwame would pick up as I lived in the city at the time. Lived would pick us up, so we just became friends. And I real and I realized he actually played lead guitar, and he wanted to join my band. Sweet. Join my band. Yeah. It was a long, a long. The rest road. is history. The rest yeah. is history, but it, um, yeah. So I've never joined the songwriting circle. That's because I'm not that confident in my in my songwriting. But I've always I've always seen the emails and always wanted to join. You know, please know that. <laughs> yeah, and I haven't been in in a while, but it, it's it can kick your ass and yeah. keep you going. And at the same time, at that, songs. <laughs> at that time though, between that song group and the bizarre cafe open mic, which I went to religiously for a while, yeah. you know, at the bizarre, yeah, at the bizarre, like the, I think there's, I feel like there's generations of songwriters yeah. that come through the bizarre, like it's this unofficial little place. Yeah. And you know, it was just inspiring and pushed it's us and you know, there's still uh, at a certain time there's still people i i mean know from that time yeah. like Fra francesca lee i met her at the bazaar oh, we okay. and we're we, you know like uh, they feel like like it, we went through something together you yeah, know? yeah yeah <laughs> yeah it's a special place it really yeah. is a sacred place any other open mics that you uh you particularly favor like remember the utah Met a lot of people. Uh, yeah, at the I hotel didn't go Utah. to the Utah much. Only once or twice, for whatever reason, it was the bizarre. It seems like hell on earth now. Thinking about the pandemic and stuff, how many people are coming and going? There used but to it was such a good open mic. At the old Sweetwater, there used to be an open oh, mic. Oh, nice, yeah. And yeah, then, how about you? Was there any other one? Well, the Sweetwater, or yeah, the Sweetwater in venue. in uh, in Mill Valley. Yeah, yeah. Um, the I old went to a number water. of times a uh, hundred million years ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the, yeah, the Bazaar, and then before then, the Owl and Monkey Cafe. Oh, yeah, I missed the Owl and Monkey. I was in yeah. Colorado at the time. Nice. Yeah, the Red Devil Lounge was around for a while as well. That was fun. Yeah. I remember the Red remember Devil Lounge. And um, th that Casey would run that yep. one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then actually, that I did his Doc's Lab one. Oh, that was great. Because that, that had a really good vibe. You get two songs there. I can't remember. I think you normally got two songs. I can't remember Doc's either. Lab. Might have just been one. Great food. I I mean <laughs> I love the freight stage, but I don't go to it much because I don't like In the Berkeley. lotteries. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, well, you don't know whether you're going to play or not, right? Yeah, you kind of not the timing. Yeah, I like when I kind of know. Yeah, yeah. I remember at the Utah. Sometimes I'd have to play at one a.m. Right. And that was pretty rough. You had to just be up on a school night as yeah. well. Yeah. yeah, there's only so many beers you can get to like before you can't play right. anymore. <laughs> so but I was like, <laughs> I should probably cut this off now. Yeah, but open mics <laughs> are in song song groups or song circles. You know, at different times. Yeah. Uh, you know, once you start playing more, maybe uh, you know, people start gigging more. It's like yeah, that's an, but it's, it's just a great way to get to network, though, isn't it? I've yeah, definitely. And nice I used to write a lot more songs because it'd be like okay. And the Fireside doesn't do it? The Fireside They do one. We've either. done it a little bit here and there. I'm not sure if it's going now. Was I think it might have. Yeah, Wednesday nights. Yeah, I actually hosted an open mic for a while when I first moved to Alameda nice. at a, a place at High Street Station. 
because I didn't know anybody but Kwame. We'd <laughs> gone together, and I moved to Alameda. I'm like, I don't know anybody here but you. So I'll host an yeah. open mic. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Met yeah. a lot of people. And yeah. definitely Steve Waters is in our in our band Bay Station. We met him there. Another friend, Tanya Johnson. She's more into musical theater. But again, nice. we met. Like, you make. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Connections. That's how the hangover session started, if I'm honest, through open mics and things and networking. Yeah. Through open mics. Yeah. And hopefully they come back strong. I mean, it, I've been kind of severed a little bit by the yeah. pandemic, but as the pandemic dissipates, hopefully we can all get back to it yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Well. I, I, I saw one yesterday when I was at the, the West Oakland Farmer's Market I was telling you about, and it was just nice to see an open mic again. It was oh, outdoors, so it was pretty safe as well. Yeah, that sounds great. Someone sang Ghostbusters, which was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're getting carried away here. Yeah. Let's get Tom Petty on. This is I Won't Back Down. I know we introduced it a long time ago, but wonderful song. Thank you for choosing it.
live at the Fillmore, San Francisco, in 1997, 4th of February, 1997. Good stuff. Where did he live, Tom Petty? Was he in? I think he was in L.A. L.A., yeah. Plum, Florida, went to L.A. There's a really great video, like, the story of Tom Petty, or I don't know what it's called, but it's like... Yeah, I'd like to see a documentary about him. It's I don't a know documentary. enough about him. It's great. Yeah, yeah. you'll be inspired. You'll cool. He seemed like such a nice human being as well, right? Such a decent That was another being. hard loss, I mean. Yeah, big time. And it, yeah, we don't have to talk about it too much, but it was kind of weird, right? Because it was like he, he wasn't dead at one point, and right. like they were saying he was on like life support. Yeah. And he was still going, and suddenly it was like, okay. Yeah. So it was like the double hit. I know. Yeah. That was rough. I know. All right, moving on. <laughs> we have uh, another so- original song by Deborah and Kwame. Take it away. This is a song I wrote at kind of early in the pandemic. Nice. It's a, I feel like it's Pollyanna compared to to how things are but it still applies it's called we're all in this together thank you aborting up valencia the ground is under repair it's easy to stay in bed pull the curtains and hide my head Somehow we still got power May as well get up and shower Hot water and talk to Braun Has retained some sense of awe We're all the same wild and tame Don't get caught up in the blame Maybe unclench your face All in this together in a different kind of weather, so take care. I always wanted to be tall, under six feet, I felt so small. It's a distance to clear, tall and short, sharing the same fear. Just like I want to belong Live right and live long The world grounded Can't get out watching numbers Climb and free fall Everybody wants someone To repair what's come undone Pointing fingers ain't getting us anywhere We're all in this together Always were and to forever so play fair and This is our chance to make it better A call a friend help your neighbor speak Everyone belongs. Mm-hmm. 
the same wild and tame. Don't get caught up in the flame. Maybe lend a hand. We're all in this together in a different kind of weather. So take care. Lovely. So nice to see the barn filled with all this wonderful noise. Oh, I'm noise so glad. is the wrong term, but <laughs> you know what I mean. Yes. <laughs> cool. So you are are you working on a new uh, album well or EP or whatever they call them these well days? You know. What do the kids call them these days? I know. <laughs> I well, there's a couple things. There was this. Th- I did this whole started this whole project when I did this residency a couple years ago in Healdsburg. That's like it'll either be a musical or a folk opera. It's really more in the folk opera stage, <laughs> right. and that's a whole other different project. It's got a storyline. It's about birds because I'm really into birds. Um, Is there going to be a visual part to this as well? Obviously, like uh, actors and. That, uh, that w- that's the, the big sh- vision, but nice. I kind of worked on it a little bit when I came back, lockdown started, and then I kind of feel like I got, I lost the plot. But now <laughs> but that then you wrote songs at the beginning of, of lockdown. And then, well. but I was full of energy. Like right. I had all this, mo- we had all this momentum. And then we, re- we released a Bay Station EP in 2021. I recorded this song at home and released it with a couple other songs on Bandcamp. But now I just had this sense like, I think because playing out that b- playing the band cello with the full band again and yeah, yeah. kind of things coming back to life uh, and and I'm like oh I have some songs maybe I can start thinking about the next record nice. and that's really m- as far as I got as thinking that thought of like oh I'm gonna do another right. one because for a while You've I'm like am I ever gonna do there, this right? again like yeah. you know I think we're all in this weird state yeah. and, and it's okay to release individual songs as well you don't have to always like yeah do, oh, I'm gonna make an album Here and that's go. the thing we <laughs> have we have some definitely s- w- the base station the stuff I nice. with with Kwame we we usually go away like at least once a year and we just decide we're gonna write songs right and there's some songs on that that that's a whole other recording project. So we were talking about that, just like, well, we have a couple, we should just record and let them. And so there's my vague answer. Nice. Uh, we have a certain capacity that we can do a fair amount at, at home, but then there's, I. it is nicest to go into a nice studio and just get the band yeah, there. Yeah, studio days are great days, yeah. aren't they? Such I love, nice I love it. Time. And that's why I've done a fair amount of recordings. I love the process. Yeah. And I think that there's something about finishing a project that moves you forward. Right. in ways that nothing else can. There's like a whole magic to it that yep. the beyond how it is received Absolutely. or how it goes, mm-hmm. there's something about finishing a project. Yeah, it's mega, isn't it? Yeah. It's mega feeling. Yeah. So when you write songs, do you normally write together? In no. In the same room? How does it you or you bring them to the table and then... Well, like this, uh, this couple songs, like the songs I just played, like th- I just wrote that and that's a my song and he then, he can play a lot of instruments and so he will play on it. And then when we write together, usually he'll write all the music and I'll start the lyrics. Could do it both ways around. And then we kind of come together. There's kind of actually a process. We go away, we go off to our corners (laughs) and he he comes up with a bunch of riffs and then I just write down some uh, lyrics and thoughts. And then later, 
usually we go to Joshua Tree or somewhere, and so we'll then we'll go oh, on nice. a big hike or something. Then we come back, have dinner, and then Kwame will, this is our songwriter retreat <laughs> formula. <laughs> Kwame will go, okay, he'll play me what he came up with yeah, that yeah. day. And then I'm like, I'll pick usually one or two and go, oh, I have something that we can work with that. Nice. And then once I start singing, then it becomes more collaborative. Yeah, yeah. you usually, De- Deborah usually does most of the lyrics and then sometimes I'll have an idea or, you know, it's been a couple times when it's been kind of more equal, but, yeah. but you usually Deborah ends up with the lyrics. Nice. Yeah, and then that's our co-writing because individually Kwame has a whole life as a songwriter that, it's, he, that he hasn't been writing as much solo stuff in recent years. Yeah, total stealth. Uh, but um, <laughs> and then I'll write my and then and then there's times where it's like I'll go. I think I need help with this. Yeah. Or I don't know where to put it. Take and it to another yeah another place. Yeah, it's easy to get stuck on songs as well. Yeah, it? and we all like even like sometimes I'm like that sounds like a Kwame Copeland song. You know, <laughs> like that's you know it's not for me to sing. And that's not a that's not a bad thing. It's just like it's not my song. Yeah. And that's not usually a bad thing. No. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's same with me. There's some songs it's like, well, even if I'm singing a lot in Bay Station, this is my this is Deborah Kirk's song. Yeah. It, it's it's more personal, I don't know, yeah. or I'm have a different relationship yeah, to it. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah. So are you do you with your next set of releases, will they be released as Deborah Crooks or Bay well, Station? Well, there will be two different things. There'll be two different yeah. things. Yeah. And Bay Station have already released some stuff as well. As and a, as a oh, yeah. We've got a, I, I might, I have to dig one up. I don't know if I, I just yeah. gave you what was in my case, but we have released several. Like three records, yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. We should get the uh, the websites out. Oh, yes, out yes. Here as well, right? So well, DeborahCrooks.com. Yep. So that's pretty easy. And then BayStationBand.com. Okay. And then if you go to DeborahCrooks.com slash music, I have all the information i have both tunage i have all base station stuff and i nice. also same with the shows they're listed on um in my show list i have like my song there's one of those song kick or whatever the thing you put <laughs> yeah, where, yeah, one yeah, of those yeah, things yeah. you put your shows in and i have bands in have, town if, yeah i don't know which one it is now it's, and band camp's great though isn't it yeah it'll it shows both whatever shows are base station yeah. one says base station shows one says okay cool. and 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 like we do a lot as a duo, just because we can't, it's easy. Sure. Like, well, and then base station. Uh, sometimes when we're doing the duo, we'll call it base station because we'll just play all the songs. <laughs> you know, <laughs> what I mean? we'll just yeah. play whatever we feel like. <laughs> but um, Steve Waters, who's a songwriter in Alameda, he nice. joined base station. He plays guitar. So base station, when we're not a full band, is the trio. Yeah. And then uh, Kwame is often m- primarily playing guitar in my band, but he's played bass and he's played harmonica and he's played yeah, it's good to hear the harp yeah even it's some nice. dobro from now yes. so it seems like alameda has a pretty good scene generally speaking there's a lot like of musicians lot who live in alameda such a nice peaceful place to live as well yeah yeah it's in yeah it's a completely there's a lot of musicians there i think there's more musicians living there than gigging there yeah, yeah. you know Definitely. um because there aren't that many places to play i mean there, there's yeah that's ripe for potential and that was and that was else. the thing about the porch concerts because there yeah. was just like yeah suddenly there was this festival going on there's yeah. lots and yeah. lots and of people pl- playing you know bluegrass americana have you seen them continue rock. as well have you seen these porch things they, continue they, 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 a bit more few and far between now, uh, yeah i think it's just because it's now free for all it's less organized yeah. the, the person who organized it i think she got burnt out and uh. then of course it wasn't paid or anything right and then someone else kind of made a facebook thing but it 
It just the spirit changed. Yeah. There it was, was a, it was a certain. Okay, there was a time. Yeah. There was a time yeah, that exactly. was really. It's like the Zoom, like the Zoom virtual, you know, happy hours yeah. and stuff. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. So also uh, Instagram. You're on Instagram as well. Oh yes, there's Base Station Facebook's Band. And you can find it all from. And yeah, if you mm. go to Deborah Crooks, you're gonna find all that okay, stuff. Good yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Cool. All right. So let's do uh, two back-to-back songs. So we make sure we get them all in. Because I know we've only got um, about 20 minutes left here. Okay. So we're going to do uh, Revelator, followed swiftly by Big Dipper okay. and Gillian Welch and Cracker. Can you tell us a little bit about your, your choices oh here? Oh, yes. Well... Why would these accompany you? The Revelator. Gosh, what to say about that? Why not, right? <laughs> Gil- I, said Gi- I said Gillian. I apologize. I should have said Gillian. Oh, I think I've heard it both, actually. I've done actually. that so many I times. Know. Oh, um, they're fabulous writers, her and David Rawlings, and kind of like this pure essence of music as far as like what they present. That whole album was just so kind of blew me away when it came out yeah. and I played it so much and I gave you there was there's there's there was another song on there but it's so long that I didn't want to <laughs> give that to you because it's like I didn't even check out on the Revelator's song, so. a long song. <laughs> it's like six minutes and there's nice. another one on that album dream a highway back to you um you know th- to me that the revelator is just it's it's kind of dreamy and sub pre-conscious and it's very much about like how life is a trip you right. know <laughs> and how so much does get revealed over time nice. you get like it's like almost like you get little crumbs of information and meaning yeah of your life and of existence and how you relate to it i guess and i um and just that song, I think, captures that myst- the mystery of existence and time and She's what is revealed. Yeah. Have you seen her live? Many times, yeah. I've never seen her live. I'd love to see please her do Please do. Please go yeah. to, please go to <laughs> yeah. a show I'll when try you and can. I'll try and catch her for sure. <laughs> Wait, have you seen her? What, what's, the, what's the venue that you've seen her in that you've Well, I've seen her at Hardly Strictly a couple times. Intimate shows probably really nice. And then well, I, the Fillmore. Oh, nice. I think, and then there was that the Mystic. I think we saw him at the Mystic Theater. Is that in Alameda? No, that's up in um, Petaluma. Petaluma. Okay. And I think that's it. I feel like there might be somewhere else we've seen them. It's a little bit of a blur. Nice to get back to live shows again, isn't it? I mean, I think the Fillmore can be one of the best places in the Bay Area to see. You know. Yeah. It's great, isn't it? Just yeah. get a poster at the end and an apple. So random, but you get so bad great. Too. It's great. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then, uh, Big Dipper and Cracker. Okay, oh, well, that song. Swiftly follow um, um, Gillian. It used to be that Cracker, or people from th- in that band lived in Santa Cruz. Nice. And 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 that song has a lot of. Sa- I grew up in Santa Cruz County, and I went to UC Santa Cruz, and that song has lots of santa cruz bay area Vibes. signifiers including nice. big dipper which is the roller coaster oh at yeah but beach boardwalk so in the first line of the song is cigarettes and carrot juice yeah which i just think is a wonderful detail that's <laughs> just so telling so there's things in that song <laughs> that capture a lot of my santa cruz roots yeah. and um so again, if I'm on this desert island, to just think of that time. And then it's kind of a sad song about love and oh. kind of like breakup. And so there's a certain, I just think it captures emotion and place really well. Nice. Thank you. Let's get these on. Here we go. G- Gillian. I keep, keep wanting to say Gillian. Gillian Welch followed by uh, Cracker. Here we go. 
This is KTLC, Lost Church Free Radio. I'm Donovan Plant, and you're listening to Hangover Sessions. a new tattoo for those sleeveless days of June I'm sitting on the cafe Zeno steps with a book I haven't started yet watching all the girls walk by Could I take you out? I'd be yours without a doubt On that big dipper And if the sound of this, it frightens you We could play it real cool And act somewhat indifferent Why'd you have to come? Why'd you have to come around so soon? I wasn't ready for all this nature. The terrible green, green grass and violent blooms of flower dresses and afternoons that make me sleepy. We could wait a while Before we push that dull turnstile Into the passage The thousands they have tread And others sometimes fled Before the turn came Top, you can see Monterey. Or think about San Jose. Though I know it's not that pleasant. And hey Jim, a Kerouac, a brother of the famous Jack. <laughs> 
so he likes to say, lucky bastard. He's sitting on the cafe, Zeno steps with a girl I'm not over yet. We're watching all the world go by. Looking back Did I make you feel that sad? I'm honestly flattered But if she asked me out I'll be hers without a doubt I'm that big dipper Cigarettes and carrot juice and get yourself a new tattoo for those sleeveless days of June. I'm sitting on the cafe, Zeno steps. I haven't got the courage yet. I haven't got the courage yet I haven't got the courage yet All right, there we go. Gillian Welch followed swiftly by Cracker and we heard Revelator and Big Dipper. Good stuff. Thanks for those, Deborah. So we're coming to the end of the show, sadly, but we are going to get one last cheeky live song in and then um, we'll try and get your other two Desert Island discs in. I know choosing six is, is extremely hard to do. It used to be eight, and now I did, did six just so we could get more live songs in. Yeah. So I'm being quite strict on the on the Desert Island discs. I, feel I like think six is tough. a great number, Yeah, too. it feels you like a nice... You can say a lot in that, yeah. It means I'm copying the BBC Radio 4 show less as well, because that's eight eight songs that you take to a deserted island. Okay. I don't know if you ever heard it, but it's a wonderful No, that's show. cool, though. You have that sensibility. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Stick with KTLC free radio, though, where you can, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Take it away. This is Deborah and Kwame. Okay, this is a new song. So uh, it was inspired by some c- holiday candy thoughts. <laughs> 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 Nicely put. It's called Marzipan. Used to be we'd squabble that one pound box. Chocolate always better gift than socks. Not choose and cherry sauce. Toffee thins, one of the better. Marzipan. Marzipan. Tasting that something time forgot Soon it was the only sweet I'd want Willing to forget the rest of the lot 
Only you took the time to read my heart. Parts of Two-thirds all men by weight Worthy of a Shakespearean play The shape of animals, various fruits Like your loves, there were no substitutes Marts of myself all the time when I do I call you to mind watching as I find that magic sand hearts of Thank you both. What is the word marzi- marzipan? I'm only familiar with the cake version, and well I wonder what the uh, that's it's the word. Really the the well, the thing. cake is uh, it's it's <laughs> almond paste. Okay, it's sweet okay, and almond yeah, paste. yeah, I know. Well, so, um, yeah. I grew up with that a lot. <laughs> a lot well, of marzipan yeah. in my yeah. life. Well, exactly. I, was I like wondered I if it was to say it had like a double meaning or something. Well, it's just that it's delicious. It's, yeah, yeah. And uh, it was my favorite candy. <laughs> and then it was just then I had some Such other a great word as well. Hopefully the song works on a couple different levels about love and yeah. specialness. Nice. So, um, but yeah, and then that's a, that's why it mentions Shakespeare because that yeah, was yeah. like, it's it's got marzipan goes back a long way, <laughs> and uh, brilliant. It's, it's basically sugar and almonds, and yeah, yeah, it's delicious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. thank you. <laughs> so this is um, this is another new song. As I understand it, is this Marzipan? a song that's going to, yeah. Yeah, that's brand new. Yeah, okay, so yeah. these are all songs that are going to come out at some point, potentially, or just be in your life. This song, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think so. This is probably the one that made me think, like, okay, it's time to start thinking nice. about recording. Yeah. And what shows should our listeners uh, look out for, for, for you guys? Well, you um, I'm doing an open studio with uh, up in Healdsburg at uh, Warnecke Vineyards at, at the Chalk Hill 
um, where I did a residency. So that's just next weekend. And then, um, actually, this will not, that won't count because this is going to be Delete that. Uh, May 1st, uh, Bay Station Trio is playing live at the new Waterfront Park near Seaplane Ferry in Alameda. Nice. And uh, that's going to be an afternoon, free all ages outside, one to four. So, yeah, go to, go to your almanac and go to your scholars nice to be outdoors your yeah as well, isn't it? yeah a lot of outdoor stuff coming up yes yeah, so i'm most actually most of the stuff i have outdoors except the following weekend i'm doing something at um in davenport the roadhouse oh wow that'll be a duo gig and before Any that april, a, a, april 23rd i'm doing we're going to be doing two day town which is this music weekend in livermore you know about that no um, you can just go to Two Day Town online. Or you can camp. There's all sorts of musicians playing. You so mean those festivals happening again? This is like when a was festival. the last time we went to a festival? I can't remember <laughs> It's been when. a couple of years. Yeah, so <laughs> we don't have any house can- concerts planned. We're also going to be filming. We're gonna ha- we do this Love the Bay music and video project. On nice. You can go to YouTube and look up Love the Bay. And we usually feature a local artist that we've known, done things with over the years and our next guest is going to be wendy beckerman and uh speaking of the song group and she well so that'll air that'll air sometime in the summer but we're going to start working on that in april so is it like a stream how do you how does one listen to this oh it's on youtube yeah Yeah, it's a video Video yeah Yeah, i'll send you a link yeah please do um to some of the people you might know some of the people i have cross over with your show yeah yeah definitely penny opry Bob nice, Hillman, I need to get them in here at Michael some McEvan, point. Yeah. We w- I was actually going to have uh, Joan and Penny Opry on one of my last hangover sessions on KXSF. Oh, okay. But then Rosie w- fell ill. Oh, no. And so we ended up having False Bottom Band instead, which was a wonderful substitute. Which, which band was False it? Bottom Band is uh, Joan's other band. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And they play, they're based uh, Half Moon Bay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Based yeah. out of Half Moon yeah. Bay. Oh, yeah. We're going to be playing at the Half Moon Bay Brewery. That's a great spot. Um, That's going to be the end of May. So yeah. May's got a, like, a, something every weekend. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, they've got yeah. live music. I want to go down there and see that, that place. Yeah. Sounds yeah. like a really nice little spot as well. Yeah. All right, so I guess that's we'll call it a wrap. But we'll we'll finish with uh, another two back-to-back tunes. If that sounds good to you, sure. All right, so let's uh, talk about these these last two songs. Alison Russell, I think I'm saying it right, right? Yeah. Night Flyer and Steve Winwood, Higher Love. Okay, I know this so is this is run the gamut. Night Flyer is Alison Russell. She's an amazing artist. That that that's the title track of something she released. I think last year. She's got. A, an amazing voice it just cuts deep and that <laughs> song is i think i know a different alison russell possibly yeah alice russell that's o- okay yeah a different one yeah um that song night flyer it's really about getting finding the beauty out of darkness oh wow and there's a lot of bird imagery too and it just it's a kind of just a very very empowering song about like if you're gone through a hell that life is amazing yeah. You yeah, know, and that's yeah. what you have to go toward. Do you and do again, videos as well with your songs? Do you do visuals? Oh, I have done well? videos. I ha- there nice. are some videos I can. YouTube. I can. F- I can send you. I'll email you on that thread and okay. just send you some love the bass stuff and some of Thank the videos. You. Yeah, and then higher love. That's that's a really old song, Steve Winwood. <laughs> that I, it's in my it's in my brain yeah. from uh, being a child. <laughs> that song, I just even during the pandemic, I put that song on a dance around because oh. it just. It's, I don't know. I love it. It's it's what sometimes I think the things you heard in your early life yeah. just kind of are in you yeah. in a way, but uh, 
I found the, re- the, the the newest version I could find, so it might you know sometimes the production yeah, values so might sound dated. Yeah, so it's just a great song. He's yeah. a great, amazing artist. Maybe someone you're pretty familiar with. Yeah. Um, and it's got I think it's got Chaka Khan on it. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> it's not Chaka Khan. It's somebody else. Maybe it, it is. No, Shaka but Khan. there's yeah. a just a nice vocal. There's just it doesn't mention it, but I guess they have no, a cheeky I'm vocal. I'm not sure if it's Shaka Khan or someone backing else. Backing vocal experience um, edition. Yeah, and again, it's just kind of, uh, to me, it's a very life positive song. Yeah. And it's got a good beat. You could dance to it, which is important Yeah. to have in your desert island experience. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I kind of. If I need encouragement, I can put on higher love. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's also like something about higher taking the high road. You know what I mean? Like reaching for something uh, above your small self. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if you could rescue one of the songs, oh. one of the six songs from the ocean, say if there was a sudden wave, oh no. which one would it be? If you could, you know, had to pick, pick one just to add to the pain of this, this choosing I the six which songs. Which one to pick? <laughs> yeah, which one would you try and rescue from the waves? I would have to say, I think it would be Mavis and Levon. Nice. Because that song, on many levels, just the, the fact that those two and then who the, the bluesman who wrote it, it's just <laughs> the music, music, soul, and persevering. Well, thank you. Thank you. You're so welcome. And we'll see you again sometime soon, hopefully. I hope so, yeah. And take care. Good that luck with really the new fun. songs. Yeah, thank you.
your old pal Corbe here just uh, letting you know that you're listening to Hangover Sessions with DJ Webbles on KTLC Lost Church Free Radio